0: Whether it's palm trees or plumerias, nothing says Florida paradise like tropical plants and trees. Unfortunately, nothing says paradise lost like seeing those beautiful blooms wither. WTDN welcomes you to Janae's Tropicals, the program that helps you get your green thumb back for good. You can find Janae's Tropicals online at tropicalfruit.com. And now your host for Janae's Tropicals, here's Janae.
1: Good morning, happy Saturday, what a beautiful day, it is gorgeous out, the sun is shining and it's a great day to uh, come in and uh, pay me a visit, my name is Janae, I'm with Janae's Tropicals, I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg and uh, you know what, Make us a destination. We're really easy to get to. We specialize in citrus and tropical fruit trees. We have a huge selection of of uh, palm trees, pottery, just all kinds of fun stuff. So... As I said, make us a destination. You can find me at tropicalfruit.com on the World Wide Web. Tropicalfruit.com. That's really easy to remember. I try to put a lot of really fun pictures um, on our Facebook page at Janae's Tropicals. So I just have a blast. Whenever something comes in to, to fruit, I run out there and take a selfie. Well, the fruit looks good anyway, <laughs> but it's just so much fun. I'm just so proud of all the fruit. There's just – we have a lot of trees in the ground on the property, and I tell you what, the mangoes are hanging like Christmas ornaments. It's just so fun. We have we have um, three varieties of grapevines that are over um, 25 years old. I have had them for many, many, many years, and – They actually, I moved them from my old location. I've been at um, this location in St. Petersburg on Central Ave for, um, I would say, about 20 years. And um, I first began in St. Pete on the south side, on 6th Avenue South. And I uh, had all the wonderful fruit trees and so forth. But that is where I've had my... Grapevines. Since then, so I was at that location for eight years. So, I've been doing this a long, long time, and it's just so much fun. It's such a blessing. Um, hold, on, wait. My notes are somebody's walking away with my notes. Hold on. Hold. Okay. Now I'm good. My, I have a yellow pad in front of me, so I can try to keep my my thoughts straight. And the the pad was just walking away from me. And uh, okay, I have it back. Everything's good. We're good to go. Um, so anyway, the, the the grapes are just loaded with hundreds upon hundreds of fruits, and they're they're just um, hanging like crazy, and they're beautiful. So it's really neat when you just take a walk through the nursery. There's just so many fun things to see, um, and we do. You know, we have hundreds of. Uh, Fruit trees, from orchard trees to tropical fruits to grapes, uh, berries, fruiting vines, um, just a, a little bit of everything. And I have to say, it's just a lot of fun. But I have to say this as well. You're listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Love you guys. So it's very interesting. I try to touch upon... Topics where if I know that people are coming into the nursery, if they're having issues, it's generally a a countywide issue and perhaps a statewide issue, especially at this time of the year. So I know if people are, you know, local people are having problems with thrips, aphids, um, city mold and so forth. Everyone is so. I, I try to um, tackle like the, like common problems that people may be having. And one of the topics I don't talk very much about is grass. Although I I do like grass, but I I love all the fruits as well. But um, this time of the year, um, it's a great time to put sod down. You just or plug if you need to fill in a few holes. Uh, now, or a, a few bare spots in the yard. It's a great time to do it. We're we're getting some rain, although um, it's you know it's pretty steamy out, and uh, we don't have rain every day, so you need to be careful with the water. But um, it's uh, still a good time to lay sod and to um, um, put plugs in. So uh, one of the the um, issues that sod can have this time of the year, especially um, new sod, are sod webworms or another name are it's um, lawn caterpillars. Uh, they're they're a, a big issue this time of the year. The other day, somebody came in and uh, they came in carrying a, a big clump of. Um, sorry about the phone ringing. By the way, I I Skype from Janae's tropicals okay there somebody picked the phone up i when i skype i, I hand pe- my everyone something to do the phone the doors and so forth but um so this time of the year um, sod webworms can be an issue and there it's very easy to diagnose um when you're strolling through your lovely yard um, as you walk, if all of these little moths fly up in your face and you run through swatting them, ah, where are they coming from? What are they? Um, you, There's a very good chance that you have a, a sod webworm uh, issue. Another, <laughs> the, the customer that came in the other day, um, they said, one day our sod was beautiful. The next day, when they went out to, to enjoy their beautiful lawn, it looked like, An army had just ran through and chewed it to the quick, right to the core. Um, Or or another way to put it, it it will look like as if somebody mowed your lawn all the way to the ground. And it's crazy because it can happen overnight or within a couple of days. One day your lawn will be beautiful. Within a couple of days it will look like you don't even have a lawn. Um, well, if you get down on your hands and knees and you look closely, you will see what's left of your blades of grass. It'll look like like you'll you'll see this is kind of gross, but tons of little um, circles, little um, sod webworm droppings, and you may see a little webbing on the blades, and it'll look like the the blades have been um, chewed up. So. And they, like, as I say, they can move through very, very quickly. So there are many things you can do for it, but you have to catch it quickly, especially if you just put a new lawn in. Um, BT, which is Bacillus thuringiensis, which is a, um, it's a biological insecticide. So uh, it's pretty safe that takes care of all uh, caterpillars, um, worms, uh, it'll take care of uh, grass loopers, army worms, uh, web worms, and so forth. Um, so that's really good. And it's you can use it on fruit trees as well. So that is one main problem. Um, this time of the year, mole mol- crickets can be um, an issue with bahia and Bermuda lawns. And um, they burrow down in the soil and they eat the roots. And if you walk through your lawn... Um, it'll. It the lawn will feel the ground will feel very spongy because they they uh, cut the grass off right at the roots. So um, they uh, generally um, lay their eggs uh, early, early in the um, spring, and then they the little mole crickets start hatching in May. So, but it's definitely it's very it's a good idea to take care of those as quickly as possible. Um, also, I, one thing that I want to add is when you when you apply any chemicals or oil sprays, follow the directions. This time of the year, it's very very hot out, and you want to make sure you're you're not spraying if it's hotter than 85 degrees, which is pretty hot. So normally, I recommend to people waiting till the um, till evening, either early in the morning or evening. Um, especially if you are using oil sprays, um, that is very, very important. Um, another insect that can attack grass uh, this time of the year: chinch bugs. Chinch bugs are notorious in um, St. Augustine, and generally they if around the edges of your lawn, perhaps along the driveway or the sidewalk. Um, if your grass starts uh, discoloring and starts turning yellow, first of all check the water. I, I mean it's this time of the year, it's it's very um hot out. And um if the grass is is getting dry, um the blades will curl lengthwise and it'll look dehydrated just like I feel on a hot day. <laughs> um so and if that is not the case, if you think you may have chinch bugs, if your grass is actually uh, dying out, um, one one way to tell, uh, take a coffee can or some type of a can and cut both sides out, uh, wedge it into the ground in, along the edge of your um, driveway or wherever you're having an issue with dying grass wedge it in there and then fill it with water and you will actually if the chinch bugs are an issue you will actually see them float up in the water Um, they'll rise right to the top and there are many things you can use on it Um, come see me bring me a sample of your grass and i can help you um so we're we're actually um this show is in june And uh, just in case we do a rerun at some point, um, we also have uh, heavy rains. We'll have heavy rains, and then it'll be dry out for a couple weeks, and then we'll have heavy rains again, and then it may get very, very dry out. However, um, it is very, very humid. We're in St. Petersburg, by the way. So you should be very careful watering, especially for shade sod. Um, Make sure that the – if you water your grass twice a week – I mean, that's more than sufficient to keep it nice and healthy. If you're running the water, if you have reclaimed and you're able to water more than that, you just have to be very careful, especially for night watering. I always recommend watering early in the morning, and then by the time the sun comes out, the sod has a chance to uh, dry out somewhat, somewhat. If you're watering in the evening, um with the high humidity and heat um, you could end up with a fungus and a brown patch and other types of fungus will just ruin your grass um quickly. Even your uh sungrass can get a fungus if you are if you're running the water all the time. And so you just have to be very careful. And if that's the case, just change your watering habit. And there are many um, good fungicides you can use for your grass. We carry one by, I think it's by Southern Ag, it's called Garden Friendly. It's a, a it's a newer fungicide that's on the market. You can also um, pick it up in a granular and um, broadcast it. <clears throat> so just, uh, those are just a few um, grass tips. <laughs> and um, I, you know, I'm here all the time, practically, so I am happy to help you. A lot of people just take a scoop of grass up and uh, throw it in a box and bring it in, and I can easily tell you whether it's a fungus issue or you have uh, an insect problem. So I am here to help you. My name is Janae with Janae's Tropicals. I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. We're right on the way to Treasure Island Beach. And uh, we're before the beach, so uh, don't forget to pop in and see me. My website is tropicalfruit.com. Very easy to remember, and you can find me on Facebook at Janae's Tropicals. I try to put a lot of fun pictures on there. Um, If something comes in that I think is really neat, like everything, everything is pretty cool. Um, Just uh, log on to Janae's Tropicals and uh, you are listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Love you guys. I want to mention that july 16th and 17th it's coming up fast we're having our tropical fruit tasting and fest at janae's tropicals um it's free to the public it's like an open house i welcome everyone to come in there's so many fun things you can sample um so uh hopefully you can make it and bring your friends there are so many wonderful fruits that you can buy in the supermarket, however, and I love saying this, that, you know, if you grow your own, there's nothing as rewarding as walking out and harvesting your own okrung or Keo Savoy mangoes or, or Maha Chinook mangoes, carry mangoes, and so forth. We actually carry over 50 varieties of the best mango cultivars. Um, there are many from... Um, India and um, Southeast Asia, uh, from the islands, and and many name varieties that were um, uh, grown and named in the U.S., like in the Miami area and Homestead. So anyway, we have we make a big fruit party out of it, and we have a lot of other fun things to sample, like uh, Malme Sapote, different varieties of um, homegrown bananas, guavas, uh, egg fruit. Uh, durian jackfruit and we make uh, different tropical fruit dishes and you know what it's just fun it's it's just fun to come and visit and try some of these and we, we offer expert advice and um, can help you select cultivars that will do well in your own backyard so we are here to help you this time of the year um, it's a good idea if you haven't fertilized your citrus, it's not too late to um, fertilize them. Um, you should fertilize them several times a year. Uh, right now is good. And then uh, once again in um, August or October – and um, August, did I say that backwards? August and then October. So it's not too late if you haven't. There are a lot of issues with citrus, um, greening is still an issue. However, the best thing to do if your citrus is hanging in and doing um, pretty well, just keep it healthy. Trace element sprays really help. They're they're vitamins in a liquid form, uh, just like we would um, ingest. (laughs) So uh, nutritional sprays are very, very effective. The the leaves will absorb them. And then fertilize at the base. Um, I recommend 468 citrus fertilizer. You always, whether it's a citrus or a tropical fruit, you always want to keep the nitrogen low. That's your first number. Um, You have your NPK uh, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. If you notice on your fertilizer bag, it starts out with three numbers and then it has a list of all the minor elements. So you're First, again, is your nitrogen, which is for your growth. You always want to keep that low because what can happen, we'll, we'll take a mango, for example. If your tree sets all this beautiful fruit and you're so excited like I get, and then you feed it with um, some off-the-wall brand of fertilizer and it's 19% nitrogen, you cannot, You can cause your tree to start growing and it'll end up throwing all the fruit and you don't want it to do that. You want it to um, uh, set the fruit. So no matter what it is, from citrus to mangoes to avocados to guavas, keep the nitrogen low. So I recommend 468 Citrus Fertilizer. And guess who has it? We do. So come see me and I'll hook you up with the, the right nutrients for your, your citrus trees. There's a few issues this time of the year. Uh, For citrus, Um, if your fruit looks beautiful on one side, but if you flip it over, um, namely the the side of the fruit that the sun hits and it looks very uh, rusty, like somebody rubbed sandpaper over it, uh, this time of the year they can have a mite issue. However, the fruit is still just fine to eat. If you peel the fruit, it's beautiful and and tasty, as it should be. Um, You can spray for for it, Um, really not necessary, but when it looks very rusty, um, it's from mites, which is a very common problem this time of the year. Uh, also, the leaves can get uh, a greasy spot, and it'll look like somebody took grease and flung it at the leaf, and it'll it'll show up in like a, a raised, uh, oily uh, feeling spot on the leaf. Uh, you can spray. There are ways to control it. You can control it with uh, fungicide. Um, oil sprays really help. Uh, we carry neem oil. And a couple of other like emulsified oils. And what the oil does, it, it smothers it. It can smother fungal spores, um, insects. It works on, on many, it can control many things like a miticide, fungicide, insecticide. So, but when you use the oil sprays, you have to make sure that it's cool enough out. Wait till. Um, Wait till the evening because if you spray your oil spray or liquid copper or many of your sprays in the heat of the day, that it will just cause every leaf to fall off of your tree, and um, it's just way too hot. So follow the directions and remember, more is not necessarily better. If it call if the the ratio calls for two teaspoons per gallon, it doesn't mean that that. Five teaspoons or are more effective <laughs> because you can damage your tree. So, um, um, so issues for citrus this time of the year—they can get rust mites, a greasy spot, which will cause leaf drop, and um, yeah. um, but generally the trees will recover just fine. Spray in the evening when it's cooler. Um, also. Um, if, you're, if your tree is just laden with fruit, uh, make sure that it's getting sufficient water. This time of the year, it is not uncommon for a citrus to uh, drop quite a bit of their fruit, but they'll generally hold uh, the the strongest, uh, largest fruits. So don't be alarmed. If you have 100 fruit on there and you lose 50% of it, um, count your blessings. <laughs> and as I said, just make sure they're getting um, sufficient water. So, uh, one easy way to tell if your trees have an insect issue, the trees, whether it's a mango, avocado, citrus, uh, guava, um, any tree can get this. It's called sooty mold. Yes. Um, that's mold as in mildew mold, Uh, the tree will look very dirty and it'll, it'll actually wipe off the mold will wipe off. So if you're walking through your lovely uh, tropical uh, garden and, um, you start flipping up leaves and you look underneath or if you haven't gotten that far and you're just seeing like, like residue all over your beautiful trees um, and you, then you, you try to wipe it off and it comes off and then you have the mold on your finger. That is a secondary problem. That's a telltale sign that you have an insect Issue, so if you see that, and then you do start looking up under your leaves, you may see uh, cottony cushiony scale, um, uh, mealy bugs. You may have uh, different issues going on at one time. Thrips can cause this. Aphids. Um, mites and so forth but if you see the mold you know you have something on your tree and if you do have insects on your tree i mean this can cause this can cause your fruit to drop it can uh, wreak havoc with your fruit production on your trees so at this time of the year trees can get cottony cushion scale uh, green soft scale um, thrips, which can ruin your flower buds, it can um, they can congregate on the new growth of citrus, uh, guavas, and so forth, and it'll also leave a very sticky residue. But alas, everything is easy to control, and um, and as I say, I mean there are different insecticides, but uh, I I do not like to spray. I've been doing this for many many years. Um, but I, have, I spray my mangoes on occasion with the, the oil sprays, and they're beautiful. I don't have an insect problem. Um, it controls anthracnose as well, which, um, which can uh, grow all over um, certain varieties of mangoes. Not all of them. Some are more resistant. Anthracnose is another fungus. <laughs> uh, my world of um, bugs and fungus. Isn't that wonderful? I just love it. What a blessing. So anyway, you know, load up your baggies and bring them in, and I can help you with your your problems in the garden. I can sure do my best. You're listening to Janae with Janae's Tropicals. I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. You can find me at tropicalfruit.com or um, on Facebook Janae's Tropicals. Um, Join us for our Tropical Fruit Fest at Janae's Tropicals July 16th and 17th. It's coming up fast, and you're listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.